Hi, y'all. This is Kristen Chenoweth. Hi, I'm Gloria Stefan. This is Sarah Bareilles. Hi, I'm Patty Lapone. This is Lynn Manuel Miranda. You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Raindrops on roses and whiskers on kittens. Bright copper kettles and warm woolen mittens. Brown paper packages tied up with strings. These are a few of my favorite things. Well, hello, everybody. Well, hello, hello, hello. Hi, Rob Schneider. Hey, Kevin David Thomas. Did you miss me? I miss you. I always miss you. I always miss you. I saw Kevin on Zoom and I just wanted to say hello, gorgeous. Uh, hello, gorgeous. And we can, uh, listeners, how are all of you? It's been a minute since we've said hello. Uh, Do you still yes, subscribe you. to us? <laughs> 2022. It's been a long, long time from <laughs> May to September. Oh, I miss that voice. That, talk about a great song. September song? Holiday. Yeah, September yes. song. Nickelback Holiday. Wow. Beautiful so song. now I, speaking of obscure things, mm-hmm. one, this podcast, because I haven't seen you in such a long time. Um, what's been going on in uh, in your life? Uh, a lot of vacations, you might say. Uh, we, we've had taken a couple trips the last couple months, uh, the last where, month where and a half. Or so. Well, as listeners, you may remember, we love our annual trip to the Pennsylvania Renaissance Fair. I believe that one a favorite thing early, early on uh, a couple years ago was uh, Don Juan and Miguel. These these two guys that I've, I've I've literally watched since I was 15. They've been doing this sketch show at this Ren Fair for, God, 12, 30 years or so, 31 uh-huh, years. Uh-huh. Uh, and they're still doing it. They're in their 60s now. Uh, and it is the closest thing to vaudeville that you can get and it is the same jokes the same sketches and i am in that audience laughing my butt off and i just love them so much and they they remember me they're like hey you did the podcast about us that one time and i was like that's right i'm that that weirdo that just loves your entertainment so much and well, three shows that, a day you know that kind of thing oh gosh you just no no it. no offense to don juan and miguel but authentically there were no podcasts back then so i just want to fair enough that's i just want to that is that is correct that is correct the the, the ren fair of of because we're very <laughs> you're was, right there's period uh, peace i was here. gonna say ren fair enough 
the fair friend fair enough friend uh, fair enough thanks that was my dad joke <laughs> i love oh, yeah, i'm a dad i love a good dad joke speaking uh, i was gonna say how old how old is young so, crawford now my boy my boy is just a little over three years old he is i'm happy to report he is matching pitch and singing he sings along with well <laughs> teach me any parent out yeah any parent out there knows that you are going to hear a lot of theme songs to children shows and so i hear a lot of theme songs if anyone knows the paw patrol theme song i can sing it along right with you and my son can sing full out and it is probably the cutest thing i've ever seen in my entire life he's just wonderful he's just we, the kindest kid sweetest 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 boy ever yeah he he's adorable can we get 16 bars of something <laughs> i'm sure we can on video can we get i a, gotta get a video he, and i think i do actually have some but i'll post it i'll post can it he on slate <laughs> I bet I could get him to actually Crawford Dwight Thomas. Yeah, they're, 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 he's great at his name, so I'm sure. But no, he's wonderful. And two it, one. It's been a... <laughs> Nap time is at three o'clock. DGRW. Yeah, um, <laughs> right for the top kid. Get the good boutique agency. Uh, no, we're good. We're good. And so the big news actually to tell listeners, and I haven't really announced it officially, but when this pod comes out, it will be. You know, after over a decade of living in New York City, or decade, two decades since 2002, I graduated uh, uh, college um, and been off and on living in New York City. Uh, Sutton and I and Crawford have decided to 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 vacate the premises. We are going to move up uh, to what's called the Upper Valley. This is in Vermont, uh, New Hampshire border. Uh, I got a job music directing at Dartmouth College, and um, I, Sutton and I met in this community. We met playing Romeo and Juliet in Northern Stages production of Romeo and Juliet. Northern Stage is an equity theater, a professional theater up there, and I had done half a dozen shows there, so had Sutton. Uh, then we met doing this play, and that was about 11 years ago. Uh, and so we're going to relocate up there and hope to ingratiate ourselves into the community, maybe perform again, uh, I'll music direct uh, wherever they'll allow me to. Uh, I'll be doing Pippin this fall and so we're using this uh this job as an opportunity to create a new home and start uh, afresh you might say um so i'm a little scared but i'm also really 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 excited for uh, a new beginning this is this is i'm looking forward to sort of like the next two decades of raising our son not being in the city uh and just having a little uh, more a little more peace and quiet and and honestly rob it was not getting to do the things that i miss doing so much outdoor things you know uh hiking skiing like just stuff that i haven't gotten to do the last 20 years golfing i mean nerd wow that but i when i was a kid i wanted to be a professional golfer um so time is not going any slower and so i uh, i thought we thought this is this is it this is the time to do it and this job came about and and um, it really was uh, the the straw that broke the camel's back. So yeah, that's the big news. Is I'm I'm leaving New York City the end of uh, I want to say the end of November, but I'm leaving to take the job uh, in September uh, in September 11th. So I will be leaving, and then I'll bring Sutton and Crawford up in about two months. So that's the big big news. Uh, this school is so lucky to have you. Oh, um, well, they yes, and friends, if you're in the Dartmouth, New Hampshire area, hit up Kevin. Uh, maybe you can go find see- me. Would you say Pippin? Is that what the show yeah, is? Yeah, Pippin this fall, and then uh, well, and if you got if you have a job for me, I'll I'll take it somewhere yeah. else. <laughs> I'm wide open. Uh, no, I'm 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 really excited. It, it's a it's a beautiful it's a place that we've have lots of friends. We have lots of connections, and and uh, you know just from having spent so much time there, that it really does a little bit feel like going home in many ways. So we're we're super excited um, to start something. Well, I I I know that I will miss you, but like you said, I feel like I'll see you more that now that you're leaving. Yes, <laughs> it's that New York here. City New York City folk who listen. You will know this, but just because you live in the same town doesn't mean you see each other. And I feel like I, I often will see my friends who live out of town more than I actually yes. see the friends who are in town, often forty blocks away from me. Uh, that's just the way it is sometimes. What um, a city! 
Yes. What a city. God, to I quote, love her. To quote Brownstone. What a city. <laughs> this is, I love our obscure references today. Anyone Brownstone fans? Oh, I am. Oh, I am. You didn't oh, recognize the room. Uh, yeah. And then, oh, yeah. And then, and then Debbie Gravitt pops up. Oh, her voice. Why can't I sleep some more? What the fuck was that? <laughs> I can't. I don't. I will be honest with you. I don't. I do not do a good Debbie Gravitt, but you know who does is Robbie Rizell. Oh, Robbie Rizell. Robbie Rizell's Debbie Gravitt is is like perfect. Mm. Like if it's it's that's I I just I'm just saying if Debbie gets sick, Robbie can easily step into the role. He should maybe put that into his cabaret. You know, he's he's, he's doing so much cabaret. Robbie, Jeez. throw some Debbie in there, man. Come on, I, I, I throw I'll, some. Throw all of it. <laughs> it should be wall-to-wall gravit like they do wall-to-wall song time always always three, wall-to-wall gravit three hours of junk man Anyone and if you don't know that? what we're talking about go listen to her right now because that is a the, the special voice right there that is something absolutely special and listen to our interview with her actually yes, that was a really fun interview yes. so will you bring her up to dartmouth who gets to go <laughs> to Dartmouth before I like? Is well, it? It's going to be. That's going to be me? the hope. Is that? Is that? You know, if, if I can sort of ingratiate myself in some place, maybe. But yeah, the hope is to help pull the connections from New York elsewhere. You know, so that would be that would be ideal as I well. I could live in New Hampshire. I I, I have flannel. Uh, yeah. I, I, <laughs> I have LL Bean. I love LL Bean. I'll see you like on the hiking. I've track. got a monogram backpack. Come on. Walking with my walking stick. Morning, neighbor. <laughs> Live free, live free or die. Live free or die. He can and ask me where I'm from. Uh, Grover's Corners. <laughs> oh god! Actually, that's the play Sutton. Oh, so they built a new, like a eight million dollar, really new, nice brand new theater uh, from scratch in in the town, White River Junction. That's the so that's on the Vermont side of things. And Sutton actually opened that theater. She was Emily in Our Town about six years ago. Isn't that wild? That's um, so, oh my yeah. gosh! This is such a sweet story. I love where yeah. this is all going. Yeah, I so can, thank you. Yes, but so Rob, how are oh, right yes. back at you? How are you doing? What's going on with you? These oh days? my gosh, I had a fantastic summer. Thanks for asking. I feel um, like you did so many shows. I, you know what? I did No No Nanette, your favorite. And oh my gosh, friends, this is I have two bucket list shows. One of them yep. is No No Nanette, the other one is Gypsy. So I've done No No Nanette. Who wants to hire me for Gypsy? Oh, I'll man. work with anyone. Yes, bring please. in Tova. You literally took the words out of my mouth. Friends, we love Tova Felshu, but do me a favor. Go on to YouTube and just search in, uh, type in everything's coming up roses, Tova Felshu. That's a a roses turn that you'll remember. Now, I will say, okay, folks, I'm really late to this party. So, so Kevin, you're going to have to help me out here. I'm now just getting into audio bootlegs and demos. Oh, really? Which is something for, I don't know why. I've just never been into. Um, are you, are you, do, are you the same? I'm, I'm not. I, I just feel like there's so much stuff to consume that I just haven't gotten to that world. But I do know I have friends, uh, internet friends and real friends, <laughs> but like that are, there's a whole world of people who have like, collect this stuff like major collectors of it am i wrong i mean i feel like there's no there's a whole trading world and people who are like oh i've got this this person went on for this lead you know and i've got the understudy going on for this and like there's so many different uh collectors out there of this kind of stuff so i kind of understand how it works today which is you go in you can turn your phone on and like you're recording on your phone and that's how you get the boot allegedly if one were to do such an illegal act if one were to do it I saw Kevin being frisked at Love Quirks yesterday. <laughs> of I the man was pinned up against the wall, 
at the Davenport Nay New Theater name. They were frisking him, and they said, sir, you cannot bootleg love quirks. Seth Beeson Hirsch will know. Seth, Seth Beeson Hirsch will, will come know. after you. He and will know. There is a recording of love quirks on iTunes that you can listen to, sir. You do not need to bootleg. You need to move away from the building, sir. I have you loved can... Seth, Seth Beeson Hirsch since watching his um, web series about 10 yes! years ago called I... Every Day a Little, a little Seth. I, and it was it was his it was his love journey of trying to find someone to be with. And, I uh, love Seth, and he's created down <laughs> over. Seriously, it's it's called like I said, it's called no, Love Quirks. Love Quirks. Um, it's the new "I love you, you're perfect now" change. That's how I would describe it. If you love Friends and you love singing, go see it. You saw it? I did see it. Good. Yeah, I of course That's I went. Fun. You know, I go and I support, and I don't go to bootleg and to sell audio recordings of off-Broadway shows to people. It's disgusting, Kevin. Just the Broadway stuff. That's just disgusting. the Broadway stuff. There's Kevin standing in like Times Square while someone's like trying to sell copies of like, no. Love Quirks, and, got Love Quirks Maverick here. Is like, I got Love Quirks. I have right next Blo to... Bloomer Girl. Right next to the guys who try to pass off their like R&B albums. Yes. They're like, they're new album, like, you know where they are. And I'm like, I, I've got Love Match, Love Match as well, or Love Quirks. I got uh, either one. Do you think those guys have like their own billboard charts? Like, like they all sit right. in the subway and For compare. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I sold uh, this many today. I sold yeah. this many. Yeah. Oh, wow. Tyler got two. Good for Tyler. I don't know what he's doing. It's the marketing. How does he market? Well, he pins you up against the corner and threatens your life. That's aggressive marketing. Yeah, he learned that at college. Yeah, um, Steve Steve down the ways to a lovely gentleman, kind ladies, and I just can't. I don't know where to get it. And he's just selling them all. <laughs> Everyone's buying them. Who's buying them? It's Jim Brochu. It's Jim walking back and forth. Peter Felicia. It. And Peter well, Felicia getting into an argument about it. We are obscure today. We are obscure today, I haven't folks. seen you in a while. That's why. So I've, anyway, so I've been getting into these, like, these bootlegs, into these demos. And I'm surprised. There's also a lot of stuff of this on YouTube, which mm. I was which I was not surprised by. So you, my friend, do not. You you have a very large uh, cast collection, a cast recording collection. I love collecting cast And you albums. have a lot of records, right? Lots of records. Too many, as my wife would say. Yes. Ha have you transferred any of the records to a digital format yet? Or I have you not, still listen on vinyl? I do listen on vinyl. Uh, my biggest issue is this. And why uh, am I shouting is... at you like we're in a war zone? Because <laughs> <laughs> you're passionate, buddy. You're passionate. I like it. Like no, you can't hear me. This is really nerdy, but and if those of you who are vinyl people, you probably will understand this. My 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 um, record player is is not very fancy, uh, and I find that the quality is is quite mediocre. It's just a Victrola like ten in one type situation. It was like one hundred and fifty dollars. It's just not great quality. Um, and I and I want to do this, but in, with the records, you actually, I mean, obviously, you have to like sit and listen to the records as it's going digitally into this system. And I just feel like the quality is not good enough. So I'm just waiting, and maybe when I move to Vermont or something uh. like that, I'll take the time. Um, but no, actually, I, I just enjoy listening to the LPs just, you know, in, in real time. I don't I don't really need to transfer them digitally. What are some of the rarities that you've like, like you have you think, in your record collection? Oh, my God. I have to really look. Well, obviously, Angel. Oh, good. Um, good. Yes. Yes. Oh, People still gosh. reach out and tell me they're trying to find you an Angel album. Isn't that John sweet? Moss still gives me so much shit on Twitter for it. Like every for not month, having the Angel album? or for having it or my liking it so much and <laughs> just always making fun of me for it. I love it's it. It's a fun show. 
That's a cute show. Uh, I do have I have a rare demo uh, of Peter Allen uh, singing um, 70 Girls 70, about five songs from that. In fact, someone what? reached, yeah, a Peter Allen fan actually reached out to me over castalbums.org. That's the website, everyone, that you can sort of catalog oh, yes. all of your, your cast albums. And I'm someone, doing that now. At least once or twice a year, someone reaches out to me about something really obscure that I have. And they're like, how do you, like, a, there's a Georgia Stitt demo from like 15 years ago that I have, or 20 years ago that I have, that's all of her first songs. That's just incredible. And some great singers on it, uh, Keith Byron Kirk and um, such. But uh, no, this, the Peter Allen thing was a shock because not many, it's a very, very, very rare album, I'm told. Uh, and so it, it's just him singing all of the demos for uh, 70 Girls 70. But it's really cool because no it idea. is a pressing. It is a, like a you know, album pressing. So I have just gotten into castalbums.org, which I think might have been a favorite thing at one point. Don't quote me. Definitely. Because I've been doing it. I've been with them for since they first started in like 2000 seven or 2008 so, so for someone who does not know because i am an i am new to all of this mm -hmm, so mm -hmm. let's say i'm looking on like your collection because like you said you can post your entire collection on there yep. and i go oh wow he's really got the can like the chicago demos and i really want them is it kosher for me to reach out on an email and say hey people do all the time people oh. do all the time yeah like this lady wanted the the 70 girl 70 and i was like it's an lp i haven't burned it i'm really sorry i can take the time and i can try to burn it for you because i would i mean i any anytime someone is like I love this so much. I'm passionate about it. I, help me find it. I will do whatever I can. If, if it's the passion, if it's to make money, that's different. I don't, I don't oh, want to sure, make money. Sure, sure. But if you're just, if you're just like, oh my gosh, I'm a diehard Peter Allen fan and I've never heard this album before, then I'm going to do what I can. But I didn't get back to her for a couple days and then she's found it somewhere else. So oh, it was, good, okay. but I get emails. Oh yeah. People have been like, oh, do you have this, this, I would love to trade you for it. And most of the time I don't, actually don't want to trade i don't i like to own the copy of it sure, you know, I don't sure, want to sure. do, so i'll just give it to them i'll just like here you go i'll just send you the digital files if it's a digital you're you know, a if it's person. something digital you know, it's it doesn't happen all the time and when i just think if someone's that passionate if i was that passionate about something then i would want someone to share it with me if it was like some rare like the national theater production of little night music you know i'd want that instead of having to pay 120 dollars in 1999 for it you know <laughs> which i, I did <laughs> Oh my god! Two thousand one, two thousand one. Yeah, what I for the album too much for, money. of Judy Dench? Mm -hmm. That album for the CD? Yeah, for that's because back then there was like only a, a very small, you know, and it was London, and it was very rare, and it was on eBay, and I had it was like one of the most expensive ones. Anyone that knows this album will tell you that that was a really rare at the time album. Little it's her did we know sitting that, on the bed in profile and red, mm -hmm, in of red, course, yep, looking at Lawrence Guitard. Yeah, Lord's Guitar, yes, pl right. now playing uh, Frederick. Yeah, totally. Wow. Um, oh, my gosh. Okay, right? so so this this is actually very good for me to know because there's a couple of things I've been looking for, and I see it on castalbums.org, but I was like, do I, can I, my fear was like I would email you and be like, hey, and, and I would get a response to like, you cannot do this. No, no, it's very much the point of it. In fact, I think the worst thing that can happen is they'll just ignore you. I mean, I've just been like, nah, I I'm can't not gonna... be ignored anymore. <laughs> Hit it, baby. And uh, uh, and just to explain, listeners, this castalbums.org, it, it is a it's an amazing user friendly website. It, it's self sustained and everything, but it's basically like the internet Broadway database or internet movie database, but of cast albums. Yes. So every page is clickable. So let's say, for instance, if we're talking about like shows that we know let's say we're doing a little night music you'll go to the title it'll list all of the cast albums of little night music that ever existed not only that it'll it'll say the orchestrator so you could click the name of the orchestrator and look at all the things
things that they've orchestrated. It, it's that kind of thing where you can just click, click, click and go to all of the information and all the users update like Wikipedia, the users update it ourselves. So as we get more information, people will update it. Now it's been 20 years, so everything's pretty much updated because you've got some really diehard collectors out there, um, you know, but it's uh, it's a really it's a great resource. It's it's so it's both a place that you can you can click, you can add your little albums to the collection. So even within a little night music, if you have a specific version of the original, like if you have the LP, then you can actually go to that version and click it and put it in your collection. And then so you can see other people's collections. Um, and then also it's just a great resource, uh, a reference resor resource. I mm. think that there's lots of information there that you just like, oh, I didn't know. So many times there'll be a very lesser known thing. And I'll be like, I wonder who the singer is on this because it's not listed on my yeah, album. Yeah. Go to uh, cast albums and then they'll actually list like someone went in there and listed all the singers because there's, you know, the, you know, great, wonderful, diehard fans that we all are. That is so thank seriously, thank you so much for letting me know all of that. That is that is incredible. Cool. Folks, my name on there, I think, is like Rob W. Schneider 25. So if you see me on there, say hey, Queen. Yeah, and I'm uh my initials KDT628, my birthday. So KDT628, that's where that's KD me on the guest albums. Oh, wait, I'm gonna add you. Okay, this will be great. I can't wait to see what's in your collection. You can add? I didn't know you could add people. I didn't know. I'm just making it up. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Life's better with American Family Insurance. Because our home policies help protect your dreams. And come with peace of mind. Save up to 25% by bundling home, auto, and life. American Family Insurance. Get a quote. Find an agent at AmFam.com. Products not available in every state. Discounts may not apply to all coverages on an auto or home policy. Discounts do not apply to life insurance policies. Visit AmFam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating companies, American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. You want to talk about a, an amazing collection? Can I tell you what I did this summer? What? What if I told you that the largest, greatest collection of musical theater history was behind a Starbucks <sighs> in los angeles california did you see john kenrick i did not i saw Ugh. my i saw miles kruger of oh my american, gosh the other one are you kidding me that's like the, we're talking yes uh, american institute of the musical theater and folks i told miles i was going to say this and i'm passing it on to you uh for those of you that aren't aware what this wonderful institute is it's run uh by a gentleman named miles kruger who's like the dean of american musical theater um he has a massive 17 room might be more than that um two two houses combined um in los angeles and every single area of this room folks and i'm not these are big what? rooms is stacked with something musical theater related he has um uh, he, he's been doing this since 1978 he has oscar hammerstein's personal own copy of showboat he has Agnes DeMille's scarf from Brigadoon. Mm -mm, mm -mm. He he has every si single thing, every soundtrack um, that was ever made from uh, a movie musical. He has that. Ever just about every cast recording. He has that. Radio broadcasts that were never preserved of shows from the twenties and thirties with original casts. He has that. Um, he has 
every single playbill. He showed me a playbill from the Black Crook. Mm-mm. He has just about everything you can imagine, but the piece de resistance of the said collection is something called Ray Knight Films, K-N-I-G-H-T, Ray Knight. Um, and for those of you who don't know who Ray Knight was, that's okay. Ray Knight was an older gentleman um, who, from 1935 to 1973, would come up from Florida with his movie camera and film Broadway shows. Now, it, it there's no audio because he could only he could only use the camera um and it's not and he would only really record during loud numbers so nobody heard the whirring of the camera but miles showed me footage of ethel merman and anything goes jimmy durante and jumbo um the the earliest thing in the collection is anything goes with ethel merman and the last thing that this man recorded was the curtain calls of a little night music so if you can think of a musical between 1935 and uh, ni- 1973, there is probably some footage of it in Miles's collection. Full color. I saw the transition into the Embassy Ball in My Fair Lady. I saw a lot of Most Happy Fella. Um, it's incredible. When <sighs> Yes. So anyway, so folks, but here's the thing. Miles doesn't have a website. He might be changing that soon. Um, but he is listed, yes, listed in the phone book. And you can call him or you can Google his phone number and you can call him and say, I'd like to make an appointment to come and see um, the material. It Give yourself a lot of time because it is an epic, epic afternoon. And I spent a few days with him. So uh, his big claim to fame, if you're a Miles Kruger fan, is um, he wrote the definitive book on Showboat, the making of Showboat from the 1970s. I'm sorry, the book from the 70s, not, not the show, obviously. Um, he is a wealth of information and knowledge. I believe, oh God, I hope he doesn't get angry. He's either 86 or 88 years old. Thank and, you, Miles. Thank you so much, Miles. in all the time that I spoke with him, because I would get there and spend literally 12, 13 hours with him. Yeah. He never once forgot a name. Oh. He never once forgot a date. Oh. He never once looked at a piece of paper to give you information. He is um, a wealth of information. And like I said, because there's no website for it, do whatever you can to, if you're in Los Angeles and hit up Miles and see this stuff. And like I said, folks, you'll see I'm not exaggerating and not being hyperbolic. Every room of this 23-room house is filled to the brim with musical theater. We should talk to him. I mean, we should should have a chat with him. I I, I, I would would love to. I will say he does have a landline. So um, I, I did call him and I got a busy signal. Um, so we could I do thought, the Mimi Hines way. We could do Mimi, Mimi the, the, you know, where no, we, we remember, remember when we were, remember we used yes. to probably we first got together when we was doing chats. So like we would have like Rob's iPhone and we'd have our microphones pointed down to it to talk to the George S. Irving or whomever yes. it was that uh, was on the telephone. And, and, <laughs> and to and to clarify, George S. Irving was not on Grinder. I forgot to shut off my notifications. Oh my gosh! But if he was on Grinder, amazing. I hope his screen name was Madam Lucy. <laughs> Nice, nice. Thank you. Well done, well done, well done. <laughs> That's what I hope it was. So anyway, folks, please go over if you can. Uh, Kevin, I I have never seen anything mm. like this, and nobody knows about it. Mm. Um, he uh, And he had huge supporters. I mean, he was very good friends with Stephen Sondheim. He was, he was good friends with Oscar Hammerstein. I mean, this guy, because he got in, you know, I'll be honest with you, he probably got into the stuff when, like, the same age like Charles Kirsch has. Yes. So yes. Like, and he's been collecting for so long. And he's people been, know. Yeah. 
And I find, you know, you probably obviously know this, but, you know, the people that have succeeded in writing, you know, like Sondheim and all these other people, they respect the researchers and the people who are preserving it, I would say, just as much as an audience member or anyone else that's going to consume it. But the preservation of this material, these yes. people that do this, these people who who have just like rooms and rooms and rooms of the, the, doing things the way that you and I would love to do it, yes. um, but have done it consistently and steadily for so many decades, it really is a, it's very special. And it's really a wonderful thing because this is a very niche art form, isn't it? And there's not a lot of people who can making tons of money collecting this stuff uh and it is so niche that uh, but it is so valuable to preserve it is. um and, and we're, we're out of the you know we're getting into the digital age so like this this gap of 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 the you know the the you know the, the paper yes. age it, it's it's important that we preserve it you know so i'm really proud i'm really happy to know that this exists yeah uh, and i hope people reach out and and what, how, how generous of him to to open up his collection to so many people and not only is it his collection, it's his home. He lives yeah, there. Yeah. He, one, one of the rooms is his bedroom, yeah. which is also filled with wonderful things. And so Ugh. God bless him for just being like, I want this stuff to have a home. Yeah. Um, and yeah. folks, if you go, please, he is a wonderful human being. And if you want for a treat, there's a bakery on the corner he really likes. Take him to lunch there. I'm, sure he'll, I'm sure he'll appreciate it. He's also He's got great stories. Um, oh, I bet. And this, I is, bet. This, is, this is actually a true story because um, he was able to prove it to me he was supposed to be Freddie Einsford Hill in the original My Fair Lady and showed me all the original material that uh, Lerner and Lowe had crafted uh, for the show. I mean, it's, it's I, I don't want to, he, he sang for me verses from it I had never heard before. Oh, we got to talk to him. Yeah, Would've it was, he, he's an incredible well. human being. So folks, if you're in Los Angeles, go and hit up Miles because it's, it's a special thing. Friends, I, like I said, I've been getting into these demos and stuff. And so, Kevin, there's a couple that I've encountered mm -hmm. that I'm just curious if you've heard of them mm -hmm. and what your thoughts are on them. Okay. Um, first of all, is a show that uh, it's on YouTube, folks. So you don't have to, like, do anything illegal for it. You can actually go onto YouTube. Folks, I need more information on this show. It's called Halloween. And it's by Mitch Lee. Um, it was out of town, I think, in 1972. It had Barbara Cook in it and Dick Sean and uh, Jose Ferrer. But I was doing some research on it, and I came across a quote in uh, the something in the New York Times called On the Rialto. Uh, apparently, this was a section back then, right? Do, do you know what I'm talking about? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. Um, and so they, they came across this thing on the news on the Rialto about Halloween that was going to come in. And this was actually the quote from the article. And I just have to read it to you. Quote, actually, the musical Connie's from a straight play, sorry, comes from a straight play Michaels wrote, but never saw produced called Saltpeter in the Rhubarb and revolves around a love story in which Charlie vies with a young Mary, sorry, vies with a young man named Leibowitz for the love of a beautiful girl. Leibowitz starts out as a homosexual and turns straight. Besides, oh. the, th besides the three leads, this is, I'm quoting here, folks. besides the three leads, four midgets will be needed. Nope, 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 they, nope. They, quote, they are, says Michaels, quote, the little people of America, end quote. So, folks, <laughs> what the fuck was Halloween? What the fuck was Halloween? Can somebody tell us, please, what Halloween was? As I understand it, it's like, so there's gonna be like a uh, they're vying for Barbara Cook's hand. That's also odd to me. And for mm -hmm. her, she has to choose between Jose Ferrar mm -hmm. and Dick Sean. 
Ooh. Um, and Dick Sean apparently was a homosexual, and now he's straight. Oh, okay. That's well, how that's it, just that's how it works. So, do you know wait, what, so do what, you know what, what cures a... homosexuality? Four little people. Well, I was gonna say Barbara Cook. Uh, so what? Uh, what do we type to get this? Because if I type oh, Halloween, I'm, I know I'm gonna get some other things. So what? What did oh, you? you know because you sent this to our group chat, but I'm yes. curious, like what? I will. I will put it in the info description below as well. But you can type in Halloween 1972 Barbara Cook, and this should come up for you. But I'll also okay. put a link in the info description. <clears throat> so this is a show, Kevin, you're unfamiliar with as much as I'm unfamiliar with. Never. I. am It's rare that you will bring something, and and I will say I never even knew that Mitch Lee wrote a score to this. Has I any, had no so idea. If anyone heard it or saw it, please let me know. Tell let us, us know because I am so curious about it. Okay. I have fallen in love with a demo of a musical that never got to Broadway. I am listening to it 24-7. It is fantastic. Okay. Oh, God. I hope I'm not building it up too much. Oh, my gosh. I'm excited. Arthur, the musical. Oh, the one that was done at good speed. Yes. With Greg Edelman. Yes. But this is the demo of it before oh. it went to, like, good speed. And before it went to, I think, Chicago. I think it was, at, like, Marriott Lincolnshire or something like that. Anyway, it's Harry Groner and Liz Calloway. And they're the two leads on it. And folks, wow. I think what, what makes this really unique, one, I love the movie Arthur. I think it's a very funny film. But it's um, the people that wrote it were also the same people that wrote Friends. Mm -hmm. So David and Marta Kaufman. Um, so yes, the people from Friends did write a musical. And uh, one of them was called Personals. Personals. The other one is called Arthur. And there is so much wonderful music in this. I cannot figure out like why this just did not take mm -hmm. off. But yeah, I think it's yeah, a fantastic, yeah. fantastic demo. Do wow. you I, do you know anything about it? No, other than the song that I think I sang a song from it, like Walking yes. on Sunshine or something like that at one of for the me, at right? 54 Below. Yeah, at a 54 Below thing. Oh, no, wait, uh, you did Fun for me. Fun? Did you do Fun? fun. That's what it is. Sorry, there yes. was a different, different thing. Walking I, on sorry. Sunshine, I think, was the smile thing that Carolyn That's what it wrote. was. That's right. That's that right. Was that's it. right. That's that right. was it. That's right. So yes, I'm, I apologize. Uh, so yeah, no, that's the only thing I know really. But so how, is this also on YouTube? This 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 Arthur the musical demo? It's not, but you know you can always slide into a DM and uh, <laughs> or if you're one of our Patreon subscribers, I mean it'd be wonderful to repay you in some way, shape, or form. Um, I also stumbled across because I've been doing a lot of like deep dives and digging. Um, I can't tell you how I got it. Just know that I got it. Um is the entire Ben Bagley collection. Digitally? Digitally. Somebody put, um, so friends, if you don't remember, uh, Ben Bagley was a record producer. His company was called Painted Smiles, I think, right? Wasn't that the label? Oh, yeah. And he was, we've talked a lot about him over the years, and he was a bit of an um, interesting fella. Yes, he was a fun guy. Yeah, uh, quirky. He quirky. He and his cat would produce yep. the albums, right? Wasn't That's that right. it? Cats but always got to mention. They always got to mention in in the, in the bios in the back because the bios in the back of these albums are why they were so legendary because they were so quirkily written, shall we say, and made up, F fully. I mean, and fully. made up. Yeah, yeah. Like, just like whatever he wanted to say, he said. Like Catherine Hepburn is on some of these albums, and in her bio, he said she was like her last movie was called like Love Slave from Chile or something. Like some just something yeah. very very stupid and silly that she would never have done. Very funny stuff. Anyway, his big claim to fame though was in the. 70s i think and the 80s he started producing records called um Be uh, ben bagley revisited and he would revisit a certain composer so it would be cole porter revisited or rogers and hart revisited 
And he would get celebrities and musical theater singers to sing really obscure songs by these composers. That's right. Some of this work is just fantastic. It was only on record. And when he passed away, he was working on putting them all on CD. Mm -hmm. And that never happened. No. But there's about 20 albums out there, folks. And now um, somebody was kind enough to put their record collection into a digital format. And they're wonderful. So if you've got any any like memories of any of the Ben Bagley stuff, please let us know. Mm -hmm. Um, What else, Kev? I'm trying to think if there's anything else that's exciting that's coming up. I just that I'm going to miss you. I know. I know. I'm going to miss I'm going to miss you, too. I'm. I'm trying to think. I don't even know if any new shows that are coming. I know there's like I read an article just saying that there's you know ten new shows possibly coming to Broadway in the fall, but there's like fifty that want to. But it's just getting money and all of that stuff. But I like seeing that the 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 the, the gears are slowly starting to pick up steam. I think you know it's with, very with, exciting. With, it, it it is. We're getting there, and in the you know of course financially everything trickles down to the creation of new art. I feel like later than it than yes. it, when when we've ground to a halt. You know the industry essentially stopped. Everybody kept writing, of course, because that's what you can do but there's not a lot of uh, money to be made in workshops and productions right now for new things it's more of theaters are trying to make up the money you know do a popular show to try to like make some money back but i really look forward to the next year or two um and seeing what kind of new works are going to come out because as a result of so many people being locked down because right gestation period for a new musical takes a couple years yeah so if people have been writing during steadily during the pandemic then let's see let's see what we have so I, i'm i'm very very excited to see what the future is going to be for um musical theater in the next year or two me too me me, me too. I mean, I think there's a lot of great. You're right. There's, but it's it's sort of it's a nice thing. It's like at the airport, like people are circling, waiting yeah. for a free, yeah. a free theater to open up. That's right. Which theater is money, really, all of that. Yeah, which is nice because we haven't had that in a long That's time. Right. That's right. In I know. I'm very time. excited about that. So, how, you know, how many years have you know? Did you ever go by like a theater and like, God, is this place? Why is this place still dark? Exactly. Or can another show go in there? Oh, they did you see? They're gonna. They've some big news happened. Broadway news over the summer. Uh, James Earl Jones and Lena Horne are getting their own theaters. About damn time. James yeah. Earl Jones is the court. And I think Lena so. Horne is the Brooks Atkinson. That's right. Mm-hmm. Yes. That's That feels right. That feels good. That feels yes. real, 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 real good. I would also love to have seen an Ethel Waters. I think Ethel Waters is really good, too. Yep. I think an Ethel Waters would have been a real nice one. So, folks, add that next to your list. Also, can we just name the Majestic the Hal Prince? Why is it not the Hal Like, Prince? what are we waiting for? He needs one. The Phantom of the Opera has been there for ages. Exactly. Ages. And I know, Kevin, we can rename the ambassador, the Walter Bobby, for you. <laughs> That's right. That's right. That's about the only theater it's going to be. <laughs> <laughs> the Walter Bobby. It thinks it's a theater, and it really isn't. Um I'm kidding. That's a joke. That is a joke. Oh my god. That is a joke. Um, <laughs> we're going out with a bang, folks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Tell as it always. like it is. Tell as always. Like it. That's like right, baby. That's right, baby. I also got um a bootleg of Madeline Kahn in Hello Dolly. Oh well, that's interesting. Now, Directed that's by interesting. our very good friend Leroy Reams. Leroy Reams. Folks, we, we are aware that we did not do an in memoriam last year. So we will do an in memoriam soon enough <laughs> we haven't with with leroy we'll see who he remembers from 2021 passing and we'll, we'll still get there. some good stories i have no doubt <laughs> oh absolutely folks there is so many things he says that we have to cut out because i'm like we can't, we can't put this in someone's in memoriam no, no, no i won't say who he was telling the story about but we mentioned somebody who had passed once and he said oh mm-hmm. i love 
next memory. He goes, I loved her. He goes, I didn't think I was going to like her because she seemed a little too goody two shoes for me. But the first time I met her, we were walking down the street and she tapped me on the shoulder and she said, you see that alley over there? I gave my boyfriend a blowjob in that alley there. I was like, we can't put that in someone's nope. memorial. Can't do that in the memorial. <laughs> That's definitely going to go on the cutting room floor. Good stuff. Can, cutting yes. room floor. <laughs> but it goes on the cutting room floor. Uh, folks, for a $100 Patreon, we'll tell you who that person was with photos. <laughs> <laughs> or just get Rob some of his demos and bootlegs that he's yes. been looking for. Is there anything so. you're looking for, Kevin? Or should I just go to your cast albums wish list? No, nope, I don't even do that. I have so much stuff to listen to here that I've, I'm just, I'm never really looking. I'm always just excited to see whatever I have, I have. So I don't have a, I don't really have a, a, a wish list, to be honest. Real? Is there something you've been listening to a lot lately? And please say Arthur the Musical. Nope. Uh, Power, pa uh, Paw Patrol, right? No, I still, I just still, when I have time, because I don't have a lot of time to listen to my, by, by course, myself, because I have this, this child running around, uh, I do put on the sounds of Broadway, Stu Brown, Stu's, Stu's yes. channel, so, which is a great resource. If you ever just don't know what to listen to, folks, and you just, there's many streaming sites out there, so please don't get me wrong. I'm, I'm not putting all my eggs in one basket. Um, there's lots of musical theater, radio, all that, but I love the sounds of Broadway because it's an app. I can just open it up on my phone. He's always, he cuts in every like five or six songs and is like, and that was blah, blah, blah. So it yeah. feels very much like, you know, old time radio. I kind of yeah. love it. So, oh, yeah. I love Stu's stuff. Very and eclectic mix too of stuff. He'll yes. be playing like, you know, uh, what's the middle east uh, the oh brother. oh brother he'll do yes. like oh brother followed by my fair lady you know so it's really which is kind of, kind of how i want to see it in a season mm -hmm. yes i think so starting with oh brother <laughs> which is what our box office people are saying when they're looking at the revenue that, that oh OPEC, brother opec maiden i love that song yes that, oh that i forgot opec maiden isn't it oh there's, there's so many cringy stuff but it's such a good score a loud and funny song is really great yep oh my is it my brother uh, da, 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 I'm like a glass of water. Yeah, what? How does that go? To, to, like I, I too like another. I yes. too like my brother. Yes, that's that's it. Yes, that's a good one. I like that one. Um, and also, I'm going to leave you all with a hot take if I can. Do it. Um, I listened to the bootleg of Merlin. Oh, someone has to. Good. <laughs> with uh, Doug Henning and Cheetah oh, Rivera yeah. and Mr. Nathan oh, yeah. Lane. Uh -huh. Um who once said, and I thought this was the funniest thing, he said Doug Henning's greatest magic trick was he could make a whole audience disappear. <laughs> I was like, that's really funny. That's very funny, Mr. Lane. Thank you for making us laugh. Yes. Uh, and congratulations on your Emmy win. That's right, Mr. Lane. Like, he's fucking listening. I know. <laughs> we, had a, you. we had a great time with him, and he was actually, was that lovely. was probably one of the one interviews where it, I went into it a little nervous because I'd heard so many things and walked out of it thinking, this man is so passionate about lovely. theater. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. God, yeah, well, but Merlin, but Ian was in Merlin. <laughs> he was in Merlin. The score to Merlin is pretty good. Okay. Oh God, okay. I know I'm gonna get feedback for that. It was Elmer, but listen to this. It was Elmer Bernstein writing the music. Right, and, uh, and no, no hack. I mean, my goodness, no. all the the movie scores. I mean, the, this man is a, a phenomenal composer. But the first few numbers, actually, I really liked. Okay, I'm gonna revisit. Yeah, so I don't know, folks. Maybe maybe it was just me. Maybe I was not feeling well, but I didn't think it was. I was expecting something like atrocious to hear on the score, mm. and I don't think I do not think that at all. Do all not right think then. that at all. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Thanks Good. for, for check being... out Merlin. Yeah, check out. It's about magic. It's about wonder, <laughs> right? George Leander's yes. on the Tony Awards, and then oh, Doug Henning yeah. comes out. Don't you love a surprise? Man can't sing, doesn't know what the hell's happening, but he looks happy to be there. He, Oh, I also found a bootleg of Robert Goulet in Lacage. 
audio. I'm sorry. The yes. from like recent the I mean recent in quotes. I mean like the 15 years ago recent. Yes. I mean the yes. one with George yes. George my favorite yeah, yeah. um George Gary, Pe- Beach. Oh, Gary, Gary Beach. Beach George Gary, Gary Beach. Beach. Yes. Yeah. You're of course. George, oh right. boy. I know. Yeah. But uh, I listened to it. He's he's I my memory is right. He is still he was a fabulous singer. The man, cra- I, I was just listening to one of his other, uh, the happy time. I was listening Thank to the you. happy time. And the man could phrase music like no other. And I know we joke about it. And I know that when I listened to his couple of his albums in the 60s, that I mean, if you were conducting along and one, two, three, four, I mean, the beat is gone to five measures away and there's Goulet trying to catch up to it. Fine, I love it. I'm gonna take but he, my time. Yeah, then I'm gonna get there. But it's <laughs> it works for me. It totally, no one can sing a song and craft a lyric the way he can. And it's <laughs> it's great. Thank you, Kev. I appreciate the game words. <laughs> Much appreciated, pal. Me amigo, can I say that still? Okay. <laughs> say that still. Sorry, sorry, my amigo. There you go. Uh, much better now, much better. Very good, Bob. Uh, th- Thank you, Kevin. Uh, I was up for Halloween with uh, Barbara Cook, and she wouldn't oh, yeah. want to work with me. So Why not? Oh, well, I did a trick-or-treat, and uh, it involved me just pushing her down a flight of stairs. <laughs> and I said, trick, Barbara! <laughs> I got my walking papers, and uh, after six weeks in the hospital, she could walk, too. <laughs> All right, Bob. Thanks for that. Back to heaven. <laughs> <laughs> Take me away. Well, folks, there that's you it, have it. it. You've, you've gotten all the good stuff that you missed. So you, you can, uh, and if you want to thank anyone for this episode, make sure to thank uh, uh, <laughs> the Do great it. Hal Linden. Do it. Do it. <laughs> Say it. Who stood us up? Yep, we were supposed to interview Hal, and now we're just talking instead. So there you go, folks. Oh my God. Oh boy. So, well, I'm we sure hope all of fine. you are well. We hope all of you are happy and living well and seeing good theater and consuming everything, and your lives are all going well. And uh, we miss you, and we'll uh, we'll be back soon. Yes, we will be back quite, quite, quite soon. Uh, it was so good to talk to everybody once again. If you're in uh, the Vermont, in the Vermont, no, the New Hampshire area, in Vermont, yep, in Vermont. Oh, is it? It's in Vermont. It's right on the border. So Hanover's on one side of the border, and then White River Junction's on the other side of the border. So it's oh. sort of like the area is called the Upper Valley. So if you're just up in that area, say hello to me. Come say hi. Yes, go see this wonderful man. And then I'll be doing the Adams Family in New York in November. Um, so if you're in the city and also, once again, we say this and we really, we really mean it, please. If you're in the city and want to see us or now you're in Kevin's new location, please, uh, email us, uh, tweet us, Instagram us. We love seeing all of our wonderful listeners. And it was so nice to, to, to see everybody or hear everybody or just acknowledge everyone's presence. That's right. And and here comes Hal Linden. Uh, I'm kidding. <laughs> he's he's he Charles Kirsch signed to an exclusive. Stop um, it. Stop it. <laughs> Charles was like, I'll break your kneecaps. He's my first. <laughs> he's mine first. <laughs> you get my table scraps. <laughs> he was such a nice kid, wasn't he? Oh, yeah, <laughs> what happened to him? <laughs> God. And and Charles, a podcast yes, a to plug podcast. that we yes. love so much, uh, is called uh, backstage babble there you go and so go check out backstage charles because babble. you can listen to all of some of the people we've interviewed but also some other people that charles has done such beautiful beautiful work over the years as well so yeah yeah uh, you'll hear and... a different perspective you know seeing as he's literally one quarter of our age no i'm kidding he's half our age yeah well, but now he's taller than us you know he, he had is because gro- he's teenager you have a growth i sprint. can't believe it oh my the man's gosh. taller than all of us he's uh, grown up so fast we asked him for j2 we were like can you give us some like titles of shows that you think might work there 
there were shows I was Googling. I was like, what the hell is this one? So <laughs> something more, something more. I think something more was on there. I remember got to go disco was on there. So I was like, yeah, it's like, good for you. Kid. Keeping it alive. Thanks, good Charles. Keeping Thank it alive. You. God love you. All right, All right folks. We will talk to you soon. Take care of yourselves. Take care of yourselves. Raindrops on roses and whiskers on kittens. Bright copper kettles and warm woolen mittens. Brown paper packages tied up with strings. These are a few of my favorite things. Have you ever wondered how your favorite performer actually feels? Well, here's your chance. Welcome to The Quiet Part Out Loud with me, Bobby Steggert, Broadway actor and now a therapist to a whole host of Broadway creatives. Part interview, part therapy, this is not your typical podcast. We'll go right to the heart of things with some of your favorite artists. What they still struggle with, what lessons they've learned, what they haven't figured out yet. There's enormous power in saying the quiet part out loud. Are you listening? Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E dot org because only together we rise.